To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. Well, the government's paid $2.1 billion to buy Kiwi Bank. For all intents and purposes, this doesn't actually change much. Kiwi's own Kiwi Bank but uh, at the moment and Kiwi's own Kiwi Bank before. So as I say, it's not a lot different. We just own it in a different way. Now it's through the government directly. And beforehand, it was through ACC and the Superfund and New Zealand Post, which owned it. But what it's done now is it's stopped the possibility of us being able to sell part of Kiwi Bank offshore because the Superfund, which is one of the previous owners, wanted to bring in big cash from foreign investors and Grant Robertson would not allow that. So the Superfund had to sell its share to the government. That is why if you go on the Facebook page of Kiwi Bank, it's crowing today about being 100% Kiwi owned because of the chance that it might not have been 100% Kiwi owned. Opportunity missed, I reckon. What do you think? I think Kiwi Bank could actually benefit from having some foreign investors buying into it. Set aside your feelings about having a Kiwi-owned bank. If you actually look at the thing objectively, it's not a very good bank, is it? Go and have a look at the Kiwi Bank uh, Facebook page. As I said, uh, this announcement. Check on the click on the con uh, the the comments underneath. Have a look at the grumpiness from customers. There are complaints about Kiwi Bank not having Apple Pay yet. There are complaints about regular technical faults cutting customers off from their money. There are complaints about the trouble um, that they have getting customer service staff on the phone and so on. Kiwi Bank has been around twenty years, and it's still a minnow. It's not big enough to compete with the, the big Aussie banks. Its balance sheet is six times smaller than ANZ's. It's four times smaller than BNZ's and ASB's. And it's three times smaller than Westpac's. That's significant. But it is still big enough to give those big Aussie banks the pretense of competition. And the problem is that the bank doesn't have enough cash right now to actually be competitive. So it can't grow, which is why it needs the foreign investors to be able to bring in the cash. And I really doubt that the government's going to step in and do that. I don't think the government's going to give it enough money to grow properly because if that was a political option, they would have done that twenty years in the last 20 years. Various uh, governments would have done it. We, now, now, here's the thing. If you're freaking out about this, like, oh, I don't want to sell another bank. You don't have to sell all of it, right? You could do it similarly to the way that we've done Air New Zealand and the power companies. You sell some of it. You retain most of it. You retain the controlling share, 51% plus. But you bring, you bring in enough of the big foreign dollars to grow it. Surely owning 51% of something that's actually good is better than owning 100% of something that's not really working, isn't it? If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.